If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Let's get out there and help them butts. Yeah, this is we did that episode on how to build uh, your glutes, and uh, it was so popular, and there was Sexy so much butts. more information that we wanted to cover that we did another episode, which you're about to listen Who to. Who doesn't want their butt touched? We Exactly. We uh, put together a Build Your Butt bundle, which includes MAPS Aesthetic and MAPS Anabolic, and we teach you how to use them properly to wake up a sleepy butt. This is a butt that does not Perfect fire. formula for the perfect ass. There's a modification in there teaching you how to use trigger sessions and focus sessions specifically to build your glutes. And this month, enrolling in any bundle, you can you can have your pick of any guide, including the Nutrition Survival Guide or the Fasting Guide, and you'll also get a free t-shirt. Uh, you can find all this at mindpumpmedia.com. Justin is clearly the uh. most uh, manly uh, of us, and I don't mean—I don't mean. I mean, just—he's just—he's if, like if you—if we were all objects, he would be sandpaper and a piece of bacon or something like that. Like it's he a is style issue. Let's he just, just put it that he, way. yeah. Like I, I just—did you come up with sandpaper and bacon? I, I'm just trying to think of something like very like you would have a flower somewhere in there. It works. I would have something like uh. that in there. He, Justin is just he's just he's sawdust and a fucking you know a let's, hacksaw. Let's like, let's break this down real quick. If each one of us was a piece of food and tool, what would we what would it be? So Justin would be sandpaper and bacon. You would be <laughs> you, would, you would be tweezers and uh, <laughs> for sure yeah. for sure you'd be some tweezers. Uh, that would be my tool. Yeah, some nail and then what food would I be? And, and like a, uh, I don't know. A food, okay. yeah, strawberries, a quiche. Oh, you're gonna, make, <laughs> you're gonna make me a fruit, you dick. No, I'm not that far from man. No, like, Jesus, no, no. Justin, you're, you're bake- like a nice omelet. <laughs> yeah, 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 I could see that. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, then what's yeah. Sal? What's Sal? It's still meaty, but it's you know it dresses up nice. Yeah. What kind of tool? Go. What kind of tool would you be? I don't mm. know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be a tool. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You'd be like an almanac or something. Like, yeah. like well, like a, you know, you have to read how to like put everything like together. A book, uh, you'd be a bookend. You'd be something yeah. like like that. a manual. You're yeah. a manual I'm for a, a tool. I'm a, yeah, I'm a manual. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but the the shorts like Justin is just fucking. He's too gnarly manly for Lululemon. I feel you know what I mean. Like look at the shorts he's wearing now, and it's just well I, that fits him. I tried. You know, I gave it the old try, and you I guys were making fun of me. I thought he looked good. I thought mm-hmm. he looked fine. Yeah, I think uh, I, don't I don't know, man. I mean, my the, wife kind of agreed she's with like, me. Or, yeah, yeah. It she, just doesn't she, work. She just was kind of. It's the whole thing too, like the the V neck thing. I just like for some exactly. Reason I can't Ex- pull it off. Exactly. Like I just you can't could, do it. Exactly. You could pull off a V neck, no problem. Justin could pull off flannel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just wouldn't. It the, just that works. It's just not his vibe. Yeah. Yeah. His vibration there we go. doesn't do that. But you know, I appreciate the brand and all that. So whatever, I love it on women. <laughs> yeah, can we talk about this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Lulu is Lulu is awesome. For remember, sure. remember when they used to make the pants that uh, when you would s- stretch them a little bit, they were see through. Yeah, didn't they? Yeah, didn't that they, was great. Didn't they have the I big mean, recall on that? Right, stupid, big yeah. recall. Stupid. On it. Yeah. How yeah. dare you? Yeah, how dare I you, America? I wish I would have bought some stock right after. I mean, they had a big dip for a minute there. They did. And yeah, they, did they go back up? Oh yeah, of course, of course, yeah, of course they did. They've really taken high uh, taken the industry by storm. There really don't. There's not a lot of competitors with what they do. I mean, you have other yoga pants that, are, but typically like the other Athleta oh, or whatever. And all, all the, the other ones piece. are like cheap. Yeah, yeah, cheap versions of. But Lula really set the bar with 
you know, the these low yoga pants that could make a 70-year-old woman's ass look good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking magical. Hey, I hate it. Grandma, yeah. Grandma Gilf. No, yeah. they are. Think about it. They literally, like, ha- have you ever seen somebody, like, wearing yoga pants and you just know, you're like, I know she doesn't have that good of an yeah. ass. I just, there's I, no way. Damn it. That, that's so put together. Yeah, it's like it squishes it all. Like, it, it gets rid of all the pockets. and It does. It puts it know, all together in this nice little weird round. Weird Play-Doh-y kind of consistency. It like well, puts I mean, it all together. You, this tells you a lot about the market. If you're going to develop some kind of an accessory to the fitness industry, your target market's women. I mean, I mean, period. End all of story. Day. All, all day. day. If you get, if you can get the female market to really adopt your product, you're gold. Can we yeah. talk? Can we talk about women, women's butts? What? And, and oh, uh, that's a huh? fantastic. Topic. How did that happen? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. this is how it happened. <laughs> well, we're talking about yoga pants. We're talking about girls' butts, and it just reminded me of a lot of what I've been seeing in, in the gyms, and it's just it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. What? What? All it drives me crazy with all these girls with the, now the bands around their knees and oh, doing all the butt yes. kick exercises, yes. and I just want to go over and help them so much. Like, yeah. I want You're such a nice like, guy. Like, I want, physically, He's such a nice guy. I, I do want to. I just want to help you so much. Yeah. I just, 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 just want to help you. Over here. Let me Take help over. you. I'm gonna help you so hard. Well, I know we have lots of listeners. I have. We have to have lots of listeners that are uh, wanting to build a butt. And of course, that's part of why we we created that. Um, Send your pictures for build assessment. your butt bundle. <laughs> yeah, that's why we created the build your butt bundle was to help people, uh, you know, utilize those movements. Like, okay, so just to cut, I want to make this clear. Just because you feel uh, an exercise in an area, like for example, like a glute kick, you really feel it in your butt. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's working it better than other movements. That's true. So that that's something, that or, or as as effective because working it, you know, are they they're feeling it because the muscle's definitely working? Yeah, mm-hmm. but is it effective? Yeah, is it? And believe it or not, some of the most effective exercises you almost don't feel like. I'll, 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 here, let me break it down. One of the best back developing exercises you could do is a deadlift. You won't feel a deadlift in your back right. as much as a concentrated cable row or pull down. Right, but a deadlift will build more muscle. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, glute kickback or band, you know, abduction is going to, you're going to feel a burn in your butt. You're going to feel your butt, but is it going to build as much, 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 uh, excuse me, as much muscle in your butt as a heavy barbell squat or lunge or, or deadlift? No, not even close. Right. Nope. Yeah. Squat, deadlift, good mornings. I mean, those, those. In the hip, the hip thrust is starting to get put up there a little bit. I'm not 100% sold on it. Uh, I, I, know Bre- you, I know Brett I ta- Contreras. I, I tagged you on yeah. his little, his well, little. You definitely can load a decent amount of weight doing that if you do it. It's a compound it. movement. Yeah. And you can load, yeah, you can. You can load quite a bit on it. Um, I don't know if I'll put, you know, he puts it up there. He's like, he's saying it's better than a squat and all this other stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far, but. It could do more convincing. But I could see it being. Um, it could definitely. I could see it being one of the fundamental foundational. Can we talk about that? Can we exercise. talk about that study? Did you guys know? I ta- I tagged you guys on that. Did you guys look at it? He wasn't comparing it to squats, though, right? It was just. Uh, it was what a glute bridge or hip bridge to, and comparing it to different. Was it to different foot position or? No, I don't think. I think it was just in general. Uh, can we make it easier to use the glutes in a multi joint exercise? Mm, it was a different, yeah. different study. Sorry, uh, barbell hip thrust better for upper glute activation compared to what though? Um, banded American. I don't know what American stands for. 
I mean, I know what Americans well, are. Get out of here, this country. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. show you what it, it says. I'll show you it, American. It says it's, compa- it's comparing a barbell, a band, and American. I'm assuming that it's like uh, barbell hip thrust versus a banded hip thrusts versus, I don't know what American hip thrust would be. Hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. So it's an American hip thrust? Let's yeah. Google that right hmm. now. And so people make up exercises all the time now. The glutes, the glutes are freedom as you fucking thrust. Glutes are made up in what primary three three groups, right? Mm -hmm. And he's saying that the upper, which is the maximus, yes, gluteus. uh, The no gluteus medius. No, isn't that what he's trying to talk about? No, the medius is the inner inner deepest part of the glute. The upper the upper part is not. I said the upper part. Is that what it says in the post? Upper glute. Yeah, he uses upper, which is I'm trying to figure out uh, which one he's what part of the glute he's referencing. It's a it's a good it's a good thing we should know this. Yeah, and we don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we planned this out. No, (laughs) you guys are doing great. No, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm right here. Did Mm. you pull up his page? Uh, I didn't. Why don't you pull it up so we can talk about it? Huh? Why don't you pull it up so we can tell? Is it just his name, the name of his page? You don't know, you don't follow Brett? I do, I do, but I'm about to, uh, maybe I don't anymore. Did I stop following? Yeah, there you are. Uh, Here's the thing. You know, working your glutes, those small movements that you talked about, like the band and the the kickbacks, they definitely have their place, though. You know what I mean? They definitely have their place. They just have to be used right. Well, I look at it as a... You know, stimulating like a like a pre exhaust, as you guys call it, or or just like a corrective approach. So especially like if I'm doing tube walking or something, I'm just trying to get glute connectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I would tend to use these accessory lifts and these like before. Well, just uh, get them to fire. Well, just think of, think of it from a volume standpoint, right? Like I think at right. a, one the one thing that can um, that's going to promote the most muscle growth is overall increased volume. Yeah. So if you do 1,000 leg kicks and the weight of your leg is fucking five pounds, mm-hmm. you know, and you, and even though it's an isolation movement, you can really feel it in your glute from doing the leg kicks. What is, you know, a thousand of those times, you know, your the weight of your, your leg versus doing so, 10, 10 heavy squats? Yeah. I mean, we preach a lot of the frequency and volume like as being like, uh, that's a good mentality, but I feel like then this is like uh, an extreme of that, that they're not ever focusing on like bringing more of the intensity in there and the gross motor. Movement there's a death. There's definitely a balance yeah. between intensity, volume and frequency. And the way you manipulate that balance uh, strongly will, will determine how effective your routine is for whatever your particular, you know, adaptation goal is. And if it's off, if intensity's way the fuck up here and frequencies real low and volumes real low, uh, it's not going to be as effective. If one, if frequency's super high but your intensity's super low and your volume, you know, it's it's like a it's like a formula and putting them in the right combination um, will give you the best results. And different exercises work better within each parameter. For example, if I'm looking for a great way to add intensity. Uh, then I might look at a barbell squat. If I want to add lots of more volume and frequency and I've already done my intense squats, well, now I can look at those smaller movements, right? Because if I continue to throw in heavy barbell squats, uh, I, there's, a, there's a greater chance I'm going to overdo intensity and, and, and you know override or, or, or do too much to where my body can't doesn't have the room to adapt, you know, because it has to recover so much type of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean... 
you just can't you just can't beat those barbell squats and those lunges and those deadlifts. They're just your best, absolute best butt building movements. So, I mean, you you know, I know this was a subject you wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, when it came to butts, have you guys ever had a client where they said, "I really want, I have a flat butt. I really want to develop my butt," and then it was just like it took forever. It didn't really work. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I never have. What? I said, have you? <laughs> I was agreeing with you before I listened. No, yes. Yeah. I'll agree with you, so. <laughs> You just was, caught me, dude. I was saying, uh, have you ever had a client where trying to develop someone's butt was almost impossible? I've never I've never encountered oh, yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. where the glutes no. were, were like this crazy hard body part to develop. It was just about activating them. And yeah. once we did, it was like, boom, there it is. Well, that's that's it right there. Is I, I mean, I've met people and I've had people that have had a very, very hard time. And even after you like get them doing a squat, they still have a hard time, but that's just because the neurological connection is not there. So, and this is where these exercises come in handy. Like this is where, you know, the, the, the hip thrust and these, the floor bridge type movements and glute kicks and these isolation movements are great. It's just to do that. But it's also understanding that, right. It's like doing that with that intention of like really focusing, really trying to concentrate on what you're trying to do versus, pumping out these reps or making these these isolation exercises super heavy and challenging that's the wrong thing to do like making a movement like that that is your main intention is to work on a neurological connection mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to be doing that super heavy and going to fatigue and then your body starting to deviate while you do it that's just that doesn't make sense at all so you know clients i've had clients uh, and it also matters too like the type of and we i mentioned this i think uh, on an episode two or you know, the origin and insertion of, of the glute is uh, a lot of how your butt's going to end up looking and shape, shaping up to be, right? Because, you know, you have these these really long origin insertions. It's going to cause this flatter looking butt, you know, because it's long. It's separated out really far versus somebody who's got this perfect bubble butt and she didn't do anything to get that bubble butt. You know, all she did yeah. was have a short origin insertion. So it- well, let's talk about that because genetics obviously, but then the, the fad of uh, a lot of women now just being that the butt is such a focus and having these implants and uh, you know, having fat injections and all these kinds of things. Uh, I, I noticed like, I don't know. Did you guys watch the MTV uh, video awards by chance at all? Like Kanye did this like sort of a, um, it was a really interesting kind of video. This this girl started dancing like it was like in a gym setting, but man, she was built. <laughs> her her glutes in particular, like you could tell that that you know she squats and deadlifts and all that, and it was real. You know, so the message there being like they're trying to sort of show more of a real. Uh, uh, look to that and like a lot of women really responded to that so. well we talked about how you it was obvious as shit when someone's gonna they have no hamstrings yeah because you they see have, it everywhere i mean you see this fake butt phenomenon everywhere uh, and it looks it, I, it couldn't look i guess train the train i guess as trainers we have different eyes than the average person so maybe oh, like, i can see i can see fake muscles from a mile away. yeah and so maybe like uh the average person goes like oh my god i would totally do that because it looks great like no, when you put a, a fake ass on somebody who doesn't train hamstrings and train their legs really hard, like... Right. How it, did they get that? Come yeah, on. it just looks really fucking weird. It yeah. looks weird and ugly to me. It doesn't look good. Like, you got to have some shape, shapely legs to you and... Well, but, it's it's a muscle. I'm telling you right now, it's not... It's definitely not one of the top five difficult muscles to develop. 
It just isn't. No, it's not forearms. It's not traps. It's not calves. No, like, you know like what I'm saying it's a big mover. It's one of the, it's the it's the biggest yeah, strongest muscle in your hub. Yeah, your I'm lower. telling you right now, your center of gravity I, I, right there. I'm I'm speaking with full confidence. If if you learn how to connect those glutes properly, and they're firing, and then you get good at squatting and deadlifting, mm-hmm. you're going to develop a butt. You will have a tr- there will be a very big difference between how your butt looks now and how it's going to look in just six months, especially a year. Of proper training. You can't say that with every single body part. There's definitely body parts like calves, even some, even arms, biceps, triceps sometimes where you've got guys who've been lifting weights for years and there ain't much to bicep and tricep training and, you know, they've just got bad genes and it just, it just never will look good. But it's very rare where you can't develop, you know, a halfway decent butt. You know, butt, butt is up there with chest and back and quads. Yeah. I mean, those are all the big muscle well, you groups. Could, like they all, they all grow. I would you, say glutes is probably yeah. uh, the the muscle. Uh, I that mean, even with primal. athletics and everything else, like just like you could you could basically draw in all of your power, like a lot of the power coming from you know the glutes and the hips. So I mean, it's it's so crucial to a lot of these power moves and explosiveness and all that too so here's something too if you're a runner uh the way you run uh will determine whether or not you lose your butt or you maintain it or even build it a little bit if you're a distance runner and that's your form of exercise unless you're blessed with uh wonderful butt growing genetics uh you'll probably lose your butt yeah you run your butt off literally you because Distance running Please, involves. Please, don't do that. Distance running is very it's low intensity by nature, right? Because you're doing it at a steady state for long periods of time. Your range of motion is very short. So because you're you're not you know getting high knees, you're not taking big steps. They're smaller steps. You'll develop calves and some quads maybe, and hamstrings and butt will not develop and maybe go away. And I've seen lots of imbalances from people who were distance runners and then came to lift weights and they had no hips, no glutes yeah. because they, their quads and calves developed, but the, but the, the butt stayed they're, underdeveloped. They're basically like falling forward. Yeah, it's just, and you can see, I can see it. I can always tell when I look at someone, it's like, okay, you dis, you must distance run because yeah. I can see where you're underdeveloped and where you're developed. If you're a sprinter, on the other hand, oh, dude. you'll develop your butt. Great legs. You will develop Sprinters. your butt and hamstring, yeah. especially if you practice your takeoff uh, and stuff. Sprints uphill yeah. with big uphill, steps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uphill and an explosive taking off, man. That's where everything. you're gonna you'll actually oh, I develop love hill sprints. And as a matter of fact, I've recommended this to clients and I've seen it myself. Uh if you don't run and don't sprint and all you do is lift weights and you want to add another form of exercise that may stimulate some new, you know, growth or adaptations in your glutes, I recommend tr- going out and sprinting. You yeah. don't gotta do very many. Go out and do, you know, like five, you know, 50 yard dashes, uh, you know, twice a week and add that to your normal regular or, routine. Yeah. Explosive jumps too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. From a deep position. You know, from a deep position, you just get that like nice, uh, uh maximal, uh, contraction like let's, instantly. Let's point that out though. Okay. So most people that I see do jump boxes, do them horror. They do them CrossFit style. Mm. Yeah. They do them where they're, just, they're fatigued and they're just like. They just throw their whole body. Forward. Yeah, that's so. That's a that's a hard one. You mean you recommend that? Matter of fact, note note that there, Douglas. There you go. Uh, box jump. 
Make sure we get a box jump. Who's going to demo that? Mm. Not this guy. Yeah, I'll do <laughs> Mr. that. Mr. Vertical yeah. over there. Well, I don't know. I've got a good got vertical. Hops. I got a great vertical. I just look. I just don't look uh, okay, coordinated. Okay, you look pretty. Yeah, not at all. Mm. I just don't look coordinated. <laughs> I okay. think we're going to make him do it just because of yeah. that. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, so I think that's probably like, a lot of people do the box jumps the same way a lot of people squat, you know, and, and they do this quarter squat or they, they come down just a little bit and then they explode up. So yeah. I love a, um, a decelerate acceleration squat off oh, of, yeah, off, yeah, the, yeah, off yeah. the jump box that's a great one. Oh, where you jump into a squat and but you, you absorb, slow it down yeah you absorb it you absorb it on the way down i love to teach that yeah or like a depth jump where you're you're responding right away once you hit the ground and then you jump forward oh there you go so you go you yeah you basically come all off three of, of those step. would be great videos yeah. right there I'd, oh wait I'd, great for performance i got a movement we're not we, we haven't really ever talked about reverse hypers Oh yeah! Oh love man, that you want to talk about like developing? That was a, one of my favorites. An yeah. ass, yeah. A reverse hyper. In fact, uh, when you look at strength athletes like powerlifters who are masters of the squat and the deadlift, uh, probably the most consistently recommended auxiliary exercise. I was going to say yeah, that's why though. Well, why? Because it's an auxiliary. Because it's not going to fry your central nervous system, but yeah, you're getting that great posterior and, activation. And not only that, but they see lots of strength carryover because yeah. they've done everything from, you know, kickbacks to you know hip thrust, all these other movements. But consistently across the board, powerlifters will always respect uh, the reverse hyper as a movement that has much carryover to deadlifts and squats, and it's because. It really develops the glutes. Yeah. I've been doing them with bands. I've been getting on a, a, a hyper and going backwards on it, and then putting bands around my legs and doing some just on focus and, and trigger you know session. Days. We should we should explain what you mean by that by carryover because I, I just recently I was watching some uh, Mark Ripto stuff and and it inspired me to want to write or create something uh, so people understand this like the rack pulls like I was you know right there's these movements that people start doing and they think that. Um, they were created to improve another move, you know? Yeah. So that's really, when you say carry over, it's really like... Or it's you, like compartmentalized, so this is like the top part of the major movement, you yes. know, or the bottom, yeah. And that's that's really why that the reverse hypers, because it you're you're taking a part of the deadlift or the squat that's, it, it's an important piece. It's, and I'm glad, you know, it's interesting you say that. It's it's really difficult to objectively quantify. It, 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 it truly is because... They do rack pulls, they do def deficit deadlifts, they do add chains, you know, chains or bands for increased resistance at the top. But a reverse hyper will add its own uh, carryover that that those other movements won't do, and it's very difficult to kind of figure out what's going to do that and what's not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like another example, uh, pull downs. Right? We think of pull downs as like kind of like a you know you know B level back exercise. Guess who likes doing pulldowns? Heavy bench pressers and powerlifting. Heavy bench pressers and powerlifting work their lats with heavy pulldowns uh, because there's carryover to the bench press because of the stabilization component. Mm -hmm. So that's an exercise that you wouldn't necessarily think, you know, would 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 have any any kind of relationship with a particular lift. There's particular movements that they do. I could see I could see pullovers for sure because you okay. The pull down well, yeah, but it's like a pullover, right? Same. It same, is, but they the don't same. do. They just don't. They don't do that. You, they do pull downs. Like that's their. Like you'll see in their prescription, their bench press prescriptions, a straight arm reverse grip pull down or or a V bar pull down. 
uh, to help. Oh, you mean? Oh, I thought you meant like a a pull down as far as like in a pullover motion. No, with a straight arm. No, like a lap pull down. A a lap pull down. A lap pull down. Mm. You know, and they'll oh. say it's got carryover to stabilize their their bench press because powerlifters are really good at oh, I could activating totally, the lats. I could totally oh, yeah. see a pullover. Because oh, yeah, I, I would do, think about this though. Wouldn't you rather do a pullover, which you get a little bit of the chest, you get a little bit of chest activation with that, and then you're also going to hit the see, lats. Here, and again, mm-hmm. here's like. here's that. This is why I said it's difficult um, along what the lines that you were talking about with carryover. Mm-hmm. It's it's difficult to object to, to be objective with it. Like I would think. For example, uh, you know, a pullover would be better because I'm working these same muscles. However, through practice, a traditional lat pulldown, you know, palms up grip. A lot of them do our V bar grip. It's got more carryover. They've got they place much more value on that than the other movements to to strengthen their their you know their their bench press. For That's example, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but that being said. Uh, movements that tend to carry over to the big uh, barbell movements are typically ones you want to focus on because getting better at those big barbell movements is going to always give you better results than getting better at random exercises. We know this, right? right. If your deadlift goes up, you're going to develop more. Don't just focus on the potatoes, man. you got to have the meat in there. Exactly. Well, and that's, I think, the, the point I was trying to make with the reverse hypers is that it is – it's you're breaking up parts of of big movements, right? And just like the rack pull, like it drives me crazy when I see guys doing a rack pull and they're doing it because they heard some men's physique guy said, it'll make, you know, don't do full deadlifts so you don't get, you know, build your waist or, you know, oh, do a rack pull because this builds your, your upper part of your back more. Like, you know, all these dumb, the real reason for a rack pull was to give yourself a break from doing full conventional deadlifts because ultimately your goal is to continue mm-hmm. to progress. It's to work on your lockout. Yeah, it's to work on the upper part of that movement without frying yourself because pulling a bar up off the ground every single day or three days out of the week is just taxing on the Not body. Not only that, but you can handle more weight uh, at the top part portion of the lift. And so the, it's, a, it's a great way to overload that portion of the uh, of the rep with a weight that you wouldn't be able to do full. Yeah. But there's a whole technique behind it. There's programming behind it. It's all strength based. You see, you do see a lot of people in the gym who don't. They don't do full deadlifts. Yeah. They just, they do, just that. do. Yeah. I've seen worse. I've seen guys doing rack pulls on the Smith machine. So they've limited the range of motion, and they're using a Smith machine <laughs> to deadlift. Yeah. Uh, no, to I've, deadlift. I've, I've seen Have it. you seen that? Oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Why? It just doesn't make sense because you don't be, <laughs> because somebody is out there that and that's where I get the I think um you know and I, I just got I into put this rubber with bands on it and we're talking oh god right okay. Smith machine yeah. rubber make bands sure you, wear your you know what, that's what I'm gonna do for the next Schwoll's video I'll just uh, put some rubber bands on the Smith machine and deadlift away yes you know and, and I guess when I when I point stuff out like that people you know get all like, oh don't be a hater to each their own and different exercises for different people like, no we don't no. not tell people not you know we're not making well we are kind of making fun of them but. We're just kind of breaking down. Like, if you listen to our show, we're going to let you know there's some exercises that, unless you have all the time in the world, I know Adam said this before. Like, if you got all the time in the world and you just want to do random shit and throw stuff and go have fun. Here's the thing. I mean, are you not going to make fun of the guy that brings in, you know, like a shake weight and all he does is sit there and like shake it right in front of you? Of course you are. Of course you're gonna make fun of that guy. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. <laughs> it's stupid. I, I think of it less of me making fun of people and more of me pointing out like that I can't stand that these people are they've got half a million followers and they're teaching people movements 
incorrectly and not incorrectly meaning like their form is bad but it's like the purpose behind the move like you that's why this whole how this all started we're talking about glutes right and girls doing these kickbacks and do because some some silly supermodel girl does a video of her doing these you know or the curtsy lunges you know and then they're, they're doing a million of them these curtsy step overs like and they're just doing all these like reps and reps and reps and reps and it's just like dude why don't you teach these people how to fucking squat, you know, and yeah. teach them how to teach them all the variations of a squat. You want to help them. You want to help them build a yeah. butt. You want to create a good butt program. Like teach, teach people the mechanics of squatting, deadlifting and good mornings properly. Nothing is going to build their booties better than that. All that other shit is a waste of their time. And the only reason why they would ever even do any of those other movements is either one for some sort of like specific reason to pre exhaust or, yeah. Or They're not getting proper firing out of their muscle in a specific exactly, angle, exactly. You know, whatever. Or neurological reasoning, or if they're they're already doing so much squatting, deadlifting, and good morning, this is this is additional work to that, so that so it's not as taxing on the body. But do I've seen I've seen girls do these booty workouts that are an hour long of. All these body weight movement, kick butt, kick back, and curtsy. Just keep the band on, you know, between their thighs for the entire hour. Why I they see, leg press? This girl at the gym that does that, and it just. I want to just stop her and be like, oh, yeah, or like like the leg press, right? Yeah. So you see that that's a popular one yeah, right yeah, now. It's the they leg press. The uh, they put the bands around their knees and then they leg press so they yeah. can get some more glute activation, right? Because their 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 knees are your the band is pulling them in, so the the medius the gluteus medius is trying to fight the knees open, so they they feel it in their glutes. But dude, you're not even doing a hip hingement movement. You're you're pressing with your legs. Like it's not even really a good glute activation like exercise. Yeah. Like go do a squat. Well, not not to mention, you know, when you start doing that, um, those little tricks like that, you you run the risk of creating an imbalance uh, because now you're teaching your muscle recruitment patterns to push out while pressing, which is okay if that's the recruitment pattern you're trying to create because you're correcting something. And it's but if okay you always because, squat yeah. and press like that, yeah. uh, you'll start to get bad recruitment patterns to where your knee your 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 abductors are always going to pull your knees out when you try to, you know, push lots of load, like you're squatting underneath something or whatever. Which you don't want. You don't you don't want to do that. You know, you don't want uh you don't want your legs to think about pushing out or in unless you unless it's just, it's very specific you know yeah. what i'm saying so. well and, and or you're intrinsically doing it yourself right. in fact there here's another video idea doug i have a a, a little mobility drill for that Break where that you're just you're just practicing it's a very small range of motion in the squatted position where you are practicing engaging um engaging the glutes down in that position by forcing your knees out yourself not forcing but you actually doing it yourself intrinsically forcing your knees in and out so teaching your body to, to, to fire that and activate that because a lot of people just can't do that you know stuff like that is going to uh by far benefit you more than getting on and doing these it's, it's funny because the glutes are glutes and back are the kind of those muscles that you can almost tell you can always tell if someone just goes in the gym and gets a pump and kind of works out wrong versus someone who's actually strong yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can almost always tell the roided out, typical, you know, little bodybuilder person who I know does machines and cables and leg press and stuff like that versus the guy who's like, oh, he he's definitely some he's strong. Yeah, yeah. he actually picks heavy stuff up. You can always tell with the glutes, right? I've seen a lot of people in the gym like that where they've got the lats because they do their pull downs and they've got the biceps and the yeah. pec like, and ooh, know. sprinter. Right. And, away. But then you look, but then there's no glutes and the yeah. back is shallow. 
and you know that they're not they don't have the real kind of carryover strength you know versus which is unfortunate opposite. because my heart goes out to those people because I know what it's like to be like that and I know how much work it took just to get them to look as fit as they look right now and it's like man if you only knew there's a better way like if you only knew that all them seated rows and single arm cable and hammer strength banded machine exercises and Smith machine things you were doing just crazy and crazy. I mean, really that's this, the, the girl who does all the glute kicks with the bands. It's just like the, the, the bodybuilder men's physique guy who's going around doing all the crazy machines for his back and he's skipping deadlifts. It's like, yeah. bro, yeah. like literally like drop all that shit deadlift and then watch the development in your back. It just blow your mind away. You I know? am. I will say this though. Something's happening. Something's happening because I am seeing. Well, that's because you see, because mind pump is influencing now. Is that what you think? Well, of course. Now we're we're because I'm starting to see we're into the millions of people now. Now yeah. I mean now we're now in our area alone we're reaching thousands at least because you know obviously we're worldwide so millions are spread out all over the world. But I mean there's I'm seeing thousands of competitors deadlifts it, and stuff. Yeah, now. you're seeing it more and squat. Wow, I know. Even though I know I know none of them want to admit admit it, but I know they're listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which is good. I mean that to me that's what matters. Because I, because I don't give a hey shit guys. about yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit about Shout the credit. Out. I care about these guys that are that are representing the, the the fitness world and are out there giving information to the majority that you know that you do it right man teach people right if you're going to teach people either keep your mouth shut and do your own thing because then i don't care like if you're going to do your own thing and you're going to do all this weird shit that's fine do it you know what i'm saying i'm not here to judge i'm not here to make fun of you not at all i only have an issue with the people that are out there giving information that have no business giving information well i mean it, it was three years ago maybe two and a half years ago where they were actually making posts saying i don't deadlift because or you shouldn't deadlift because or you know i'm not a Power. I'm yeah. not a power lifter. That's not bodybuilder style. Yeah, I'm a bodybuilder. I don't care about how much yeah. I can lift. So therefore, I don't do these exercises. Uh, it, literally, it was like two years ago. I remember when we first, before we even started Mind Pump, you, you know, scrolling through and you're reading. And I'm like, what? Why are they saying that? And now I'm seeing them post videos of themselves doing these big lifts. And I think whoever's influencing them, I don't want to, you know, be pompous and say it was us. Whatever's influenced them, great. But you're starting to see their muscles change too now. They're developing a little bit differently. Oh yeah, you know they look good. They're starting yeah. to look good. Yeah, yeah. No, the yeah. only drawback I could see from a professional physique competitor, especially one that's t that's on a lot of gear from deadlifting, is they just might build too much muscle and start going into bodybuilding because it's just their yeah exactly. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Absolutely. Speaking of which, man, what are those guys who are going over to the Middle East? Fucking <laughs> What's going on, dude? They're taking that crazy uh, uh, that cow that looks like an ox, like, like Miles like yoked. Something's going yeah. on. Something sure. crazy Something. is going on. Yeah. No. What, so what is it? Kuwait? Where are they going? I think it is Kuwait. So all these bodybuilders who've been competing for years, who've already been taking shit tons of everything, who are already massive, they're going over there for like three, four months. And they're coming back like like a big dude, like, like another like human horse. Which when you something there's something they're doing. Once you get into the pro bodybuilding world, right, and you're you're taking all the gear, you're doing all this, like these guys, like everything is inches. People don't understand that either, too. Like I, I hate when people take credit away from these guys because they do take gear, right, and everybody knows it. Like it's like, oh well, he takes steroids, that's why he looks that way. No motherfucker, like he isn't. Not only is he taking steroids, he is doing everything he yeah. is in the yeah. he is in you the, live that's that's what you do all day long your yes. life is that yes to look like that is not steroids it, that's just one tiny little piece of everything that dude is doing i mean let's at. be real the steroids do a lot but they're scientists with it and they take them throughout the day and it's timed and cack it's like they're science experiments yeah 
But the but I think the mm. point eating shit tons of calories. Well, I think go- the point that we're trying to make is that especially these guys have been competing for five to ten years, like they're not going to gain twenty five pounds of muscle anymore. They've well, already maxed themselves out. That's where I was going. I was. Yeah. I mean, when you get to this point, like uh, you're three hundred pounds, you know, and lean. A pro, a pro bodybuilder will tell you if you can get if you can gain five to ten pounds every year, you're doing great. You know, so when you're, these, you're like among the best. Yeah, yeah. At, that's at that level. Yeah. And when you're when you're already 280, 300 pounds lean. So put that in perspective, and this is I think this is a good point to bring up just to even the average listener who doesn't give two shits about bodybuilding or being a big old monster like that, is that if these guys are doing everything in their power as far as diet, steroids, uh, working out, and they're happy with five to ten pounds a year of adding muscle. Think about that from your perspective. Like people always want so much to happen so fast for them, and they don't realize what a long, consistent grind it is to sculpt this ultimate physique, this physique that a lot of people desire, but then just don't have the discipline to put the consistency. And these guys are fighting for five to ten pounds every year. That's a a half a pound a month. Well, when you first start, nothing. When you first start, you can gain muscle kind of quickly, and then eventually, especially when you start to hit your potential. You know, like I've been working out forever. Um, I'm natural, and, and uh, for me, gaining five pounds of muscle would be like an incredible blessing at this the point. Ilana. Because I've, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm starting to bounce off my, I think my limit a little bit. Like I'm starting to hit that ceiling a little bit. Right? These guys have hit their ceilings because they've been on, you know, gear for so long. They've been training so long. They've been squeezing out every little drop for as long as they have. Then they go to Kuwait for three or four months and come back, and it's like boom, twenty pounds of muscle. What are they doing, dude? Yeah, <laughs> something's going on. Well, there, and there's a whole they got a hold of something. There's a whole group of them. There's quite a few uh, big names that are, that and it, are, it ain't a new workout. No, no, it ain't <laughs> a new diet. <laughs> but you know what? Let's, they're on some shit. Let's that's be, different. Let's be honest. That's I mean, each and every one of them will be back because they're all represented by different companies, and, and they're so, all going to be selling their new oh shit. yeah, they're yeah. yeah the newest supplement, the new protein. I started taking zero e- net carbs. Yeah, that's was, the unfortunate. I, it was the Evo Gen that made me gain the- twenty <laughs> pounds of fucking muscle. No, 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 no. That's not why you gain twenty pounds of muscle. Uh, it's because you're on some weird science, you know, weird new is shit. Silly. That this, eventually will spread. We're gonna find out. You want to gain twenty pounds of muscle? Listen to Mind Pump. Listen to Mind Pump. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to Mind Pump. Leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. If we like it and we pick it, we're gonna send you a free T shirt. You can also find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Justin at Mind Pump Justin, and Adam at Mind Pump Adam. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic, nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.